Hey, this is Dino, and I'm the pastor of Revolution Church. Thank you for downloading this podcast. We hope this message is encouraging to you and will help you to discover God's unchanging love. For more information, visit our website at therevolutionchurch.com. Enjoy the message. I'm so honored that Pastor Dino asked me to share during this message of Fearless. You know, if you, if you haven't seen the last two messages before this, it's okay to watch this one, but I'd suggest go back and check out the first and the second one as well. Oh, they were so powerful, so, so powerful. Pastor Dino talked about making progress in the face of fear. Oh, that's good. You know it is. Making progress in the face of fear. He talked about our shepherd walks with us through the valley of the shadow of death. I mean, think about that. You don't have to do this alone. You don't have to do this crazy thing called life alone. You have a shepherd that's going to walk with you. He said he's going to feed you. He's going to guide you and he's going to shield you. What more do you need? Man, thinking about life that way, that you have a shepherd that's going to walk with you, take care of you, guide you and direct you and feed you. That's pretty powerful. And then last week he talked about pass the test. Oh, that was good. First of all, when he said test, I was kind of freaking out a little bit. I was like, uh oh, I got to take a test. No, it was that sometimes fear is a test and we need to pass it. When fear comes up and fear jumps up on us, it's sometimes a little bit of a test and we're supposed to pass that test. And then he talked about retakes and then it clicked into me. I'm all about the retaking of tests. I retook a lot of tests in my life, but also in my school. So I was so glad that we get a chance to take retakes. You know, retakes is a, is a great thing. Fear can be a test, and even if we, we get caught up in fear, we can retake it, and we go through it, and that shepherd's going to walk with us through every step of the way. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Every time you, you go through one of these tests, you're doing better than you think you are. And in the last couple of messages, Pastor Dino commented on that. You're doing better than you think you are. So don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up because that shepherd is a loving shepherd. We have stood on a verse through the last couple of weeks of Fearless. We've stood on one verse, and I want to start out with that verse again here today because it's kind of like the foundational verse for this series on Fearless. And that verse is Isaiah 54, 17. They're probably going to magically put it up on the screen down below somehow. I'm going to read it to you, though. Listen close. Maybe write this one down. Maybe make this a screensaver. Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Amen. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. What? <laughs> Think about that. Think about what he said. No weapon formed against you can prosper. Really, we could just end it all right there. Drop the mic, walk away. No weapon formed against us can prosper. And every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we condemn. It's our heritage. This is what he's given us. This is the gift that he's given us. This is the promise that he's made to us. And you know what? Fear can't exist here. That's right. Fear can't exist here. He promised us that. He's got to learn how to deal with these things and move on. Listen, before I get started, before I get, I know I'm already kind of rolling and I am pumped up. I, 
I'm just kind of naturally with this energy. I didn't stop and get a, a venti double pump mocha or anything like that on the way in. I'm just fired up about this message. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, Father God, I ask that you, I ask that you guide my words as they come out and that you open up people's ears and you open up their hearts. And those that have ears, let them listen. Lord, I ask that this message impact somebody's life today and that lives are changed by understanding your unchanging love. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, man, you know, in the last couple of weeks, Pastor Dino's given a statistic out there that 85% of people's fears don't manifest. Think about that for a second. 85% of people's fears don't manifest. That means that 85% of the time, which if you're an odds person, those are pretty good odds. It's just our mind making up tricks on us. It doesn't mean that fear is not real, okay? I'm not trying to play down fear. Like I am trying to play down a little bit, but it doesn't mean that fear is not real. Fear is a real thing. It's a real emotion that we have, but we have a choice to act on it or not act on it. So I would say that is the question. To fear or not to fear? That is the question. So fear is an emotion induced by perceived danger. Interesting concept, right? That, that's the thought. Fear is an emotion induced by perceived danger. We're perceiving it. We think it's going to happen. We think there's going to be some danger out there. doesn't mean it's real. And 85% of the time it's not but it still gets us all worked up and stressed out. We're thinking about it. What's going to happen here? What's going to happen there? You know, what situation are we going to come into? What can we handle? What can't we handle? And I'll just tell you this. It's not that we can handle it, but because of the fact our shepherd walks right along next to us, we can handle it together. We can be fearless together. You know, fear robs us of being all that God wants us to be. And, and if you recognize that, if you understand that going into it, then that's half the battle. You recognize that fear is going to rob you from what God wants you to be. God wants good for you. He wants great for you. And fear wants to steal it. He wants to take it away. So overcoming fear is becoming fearless. That's good, right? Overcoming fear is becoming fearless. I want you to think about that because recognize this. Fear is a liar. Fear is a liar. There's a song about that too that says fear is a liar. But the spirit of fear comes from Satan. He came to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to hurt, deceive, distract, kill, steal, destroy. That's what he wants to do. That's all he wants to do. And he lies. He deceives us to make us think that that fear is real. And 85% of the time, I think it's more than 85% of the time, there's nothing there. It's a mind game that's being played. It's a trick that's being played on us. It's trickery, right? And we've got to recognize that, yeah, fear is real, but it's only going to manifest it if we let it, if we let it build up inside of us, if we let it bubble up inside of us, that's when it becomes a problem. You know, the world is set up right now with a bunch of self-help books. Self-help. You can do it on your own. You don't need God. Let me show you. That's what self-help books are, right? I'm going to show you how you can do it on your own. Here's the real self-help book right here, right? This is the self-help book. This is the one that's, it's not self-help, it's God help. You realize I can't do it on my own. I can't do it on my own. I've got to lean on God. He's the one that can walk me through. 
the valley of the shadow of death. He's the one. So don't go depend on all these self-help books and think, oh, I can do it on my own. I can do it on my own. Recognize that God's got this. That's what this book tells us over and over and over. God's got it. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. I don't know how many times it says in the Bible, do not fear. Don't be afraid. Over and over because God's got it. You just have to trust him. You know, trust is an exact, exact example of being fearless. When we trust, we can be fearless. When we don't trust or when we worry, that's actually a sign of lack of trust, right? So just remember that. Recognize that fear has already been defeated by Jesus. It's already been defeated by Jesus. Do you understand it? You know, Satan's a pretty tenacious guy because he's already been defeated, but he keeps coming at you. He keeps coming at you. He keeps coming. And he's already been defeated. And if you can recognize that, if you can live in that place where you recognize that fear has already been defeated, I'm not going to let this fear rent space in my head because God has not given us the spirit of fear, right? What's he given us? Power, love, and a sound mind. Yeah, 2 Timothy 1.7. This is one I might, if I was a tattoo guy, I might get that tattooed on me. Until then, it'll just be my... Uh, screensaver. I'm going to read it again. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. I want to give you a, a Wikipedia definition, because as soon as I was asked to do this message, first thing I did, boop, Google, Wikipedia, what is fearless? Ready for this? Wikipedia defines fearless as brave, courageous, able to face and deal with danger, the process of displaying courage, fear without flinching, that's pretty good, fear without flinching, it means nothing catches us off guard. Monica and I, my wife and I, you know, we'll hide different places and we'll jump out and scare each other and everything like that and we flinch. But what this is saying is that being fearless is not flinching. I know it's kind of a corny analogy, but the fact of the matter is, is that I don't typically flinch if I'm walking around with Monica. We're walking around and something jumps out. You know, she doesn't flinch because she knows that I'm right there next to her. But if she's by herself and I'm hiding in the pantry and she comes walking in and flips a light on and I'm like, ah, and she flinches because she's by herself. She doesn't know what she's expecting. She's caught off guard. And what fearlessness is, says, is that it's fear without flinching. Wow, that's pretty good. You know, I'll tell you something. Fearless together. That's what I want to talk about. Fearless together. Just like the example I explained of Monica and I walking around and her not flinching when someone jumps out at us or something like that because I'm right there next to her. It's in the same way that we do it. That's why there's church, right? That's why we get together as church because we're stronger together. We're fearless together. We, we sharpen each other's iron. We need each other. We need each other to be able to excel in this life. That's why church is mentioned so often. And it's so important that you get yourself connected with a local church. We'd love for you to be here. But if it's not, just get connected because you're stronger together. And it reminds me of something that, uh, a story that I want to tell you about a Spartan race. I don't know if any of you know what a Spartan race is, but uh, it's an organized, they do a five mile race, a 10 mile and a, a marathon. And they actually define the Spartan race as this, ready? 
A Spartan race is an extreme wellness platform with 20 plus obstacles inspired by the warrior society of ancient Sparta, which is helping humans become unbreakable. <laughs> so we signed up for a Spartan race. It was going to be a five mile race with 20 obstacles in it. I mean, no joke, right? This isn't just let's jump through some puddles and jump over a little, you know, hill of fire or something like that. This is 12 foot walls, ropes that you got to climb at a certain point, a spear you've got to throw. And if you miss or fail at any one of the obstacles, you got to do 20 burpees, like the real deal burpees. And they're counting to make sure you do them. And there's all kinds of different obstacles from scaling walls to carrying heavy, um, you know, like they fill up buckets with cement, big giant tires that you've got to flip, dragging weights through the, uh, the tundra. It's, it's the real deal. And as soon as we committed, group of us committed to do this, fear began to start to get in. A couple other people joined on. There's five or six of us that got together and said, we're going to do this Spartan race. And when we committed to do it, I'm telling you, that's when fear started to creep in. And I started asking myself, what have I gotten myself into? What did I do? These other guys are all in better shape than I am. Some of them are small guys that are fast runners and quick. And I'm a big dude, right? That's uh, I, Fear truly started to creep in a little bit. But we started to practice. We were six months beforehand. One of the guys that was on the team was uh, Pastor Anton, actually. And uh, we started to do it. Actually, I think Pastor Dino was invited, but he might have, uh, I don't know. Why didn't you uh, run with us, Pastor Dino? We're going to do it again, and he's going to run with us. But the Spartan race we went into, we started preparing for it, right? That's why small groups are good. They help you stay connected. We turned this into a small group. We prayed together, we worked out together, and we trained. One of my buddies, Dominic, he built an entire track in the back of his yard where we'd have to run through some riverbeds, and we had hatchets that we were hitting onto the uh, rubber tires, and we had places that we had to scurry army crawl underneath things, and we had trees that we were climbing and ropes that we were climbing. We were practicing. We were getting ourselves prepared. We were preparing together. We were getting equipped and in Psalms 832, and if you ever tune in to 7 at 7, that's every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., just as a little side note, side plug, it's a great way to get yourself equipped. Last week, I, I talked about being equipped, and I talked about this verse, Psalms 1832. It's God who equips me with strength and makes my way perfect. How awesome is that? God equips us. When we have God inside of us, when, when he's dwelling inside of us, it's he that equips us with strength and makes our way perfect. All right, so let me get back to the race. We're getting ready for the race and we're driving down. It's down in Indiana, so we've got to drive down there together, meet. Some of us have our wives come down there to help uh, sponsor us or support us. And we get down there, we get ready for the race. And the five, six of five of us, we get all there. We're at the line. There's a couple hundred people there getting all at the start line, ready for the guy to shoot his gun off and tell him, ready, set, go. And that's exactly what we did. We got ready for the race and we started and we were fearless because we were prepared. Got that? We were fearless because we were prepared and we were helping one another through the obstacles. We weren't looking ahead at all 20 obstacles. We were taking it one obstacle at a time and we took off on the race. That bang and we took off and we helped each other. Now look, it's nasty. It's muddy. It's dirty. We're climbing through nasty areas. We're running through the mud and we get to like the fifth obstacle and I remember it so well. I'm not exaggerating at all. We got to that fifth obstacle and it was an incline about like this 
a dirt, muddy hill, water pouring down. So water's going up and there was barbed wire about this far off of the ground that we had to army crawl on our bellies, not just crawl, elbows and knees, army crawl, right? Under this barbed wire. If you got up too high, like I did, it ripped my shirt, right? Got up too high, it's cut me in the back. This was no joke. And we're going through this. And I, re I remember right when we got to it, some of the little guys that could go through there much quicker than the big guys, we told them, look, go ahead. We'll meet you at the finish line. Go ahead ahead of us. So a couple of them took off ahead of us. And we're going through this. We're climbing through there. And I remember getting through the end. And one of the guys that was there, Dominic, I'm like, okay, go ahead. We'll catch up. And here comes Anton. He's coming through. And I'm encouraging. Come on, Anton. Come on. Let's go. And he comes through this thing. And we get up. And we get on to the next uh, obstacle. We're running. And it was like a half a mile sprint to this next area. And we're running through this riverbed. And we're cruising through it. And I, I got a little bit of ahead of him. I got ahead. And it was up to a 12-foot wall that I was going to need some help getting over. And as I'm getting there, I literally see Anton. He's coming towards me. I'm like, come on, Anton. And he screeches. He yells out in pain. Something happened to his leg. I didn't know what it was from there. It was like, oh. You just... And I was like, I just, without even thinking, I was like, no complications in Jesus' name. <laughs> and I remember all of these other racers and all these other runners passing me and look at me like I was crazy, you know, because it just naturally came. No complications in Jesus' name. And he heard my voice. Anton heard my voice and he looked up at me and he powered through it. Now, one of the reasons that he heard my voice is because he recognized my voice. We'd been working together. We'd been training together. We were friends. We had a relationship. So he heard my voice through all the other runners and all the other people that were cruising to this voice. He heard my voice. And he got through it and he walked up there and immediately got the foot up there and I threw him over the wall and then he came around because once you completed the course, you could come and help the other person and he helped me over the wall and we kept going and we finished that race together. Praise the Lord. It was an amazing experience. It was really an amazing experience, but we went through it together. We went through it together. We encouraged each other. We helped each other. He tore or pulled his calf muscle and he finished the race because we encouraged each other. We helped each other. We were fearless together. And I'm talking about that's how it is in our life as well. We're fearless together. We went through it together. We encouraged each other. And you know what? At certain points along the way, our wives were there and they were encouraging us, you know, come on, let's go finish the race. And we heard those races and we, we encouraged us all the way through. And it was such an amazing thing. It was so awesome. And that voice that, that what I stand on is Deuteronomy 31, six, because this was a, a powerful race. It was a fun race to be in. It took a lot of work though. And Deuteronomy 31, six says this, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Are you kidding me? There's another mic drop moment right there. Just with that verse right there. There's so much craziness that's going on in this world right now. So much nuttiness that's going on in this world right now. But God says, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be terrified. He says, because I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. Right there. You just stand on that verse. And that's how you can be fearless in your walk with God. Think about all the stories in the Bible. Just think about all of these stories that are in the Bible that uh, talk about, well, think about Daniel and the lion's den, okay? Think about David and Goliath. 
Think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who are going into the fiery furnace. They went through the trials. God didn't stop Daniel from going in the lion's den. He went in the lion's den with him, right? David and Goliath, David didn't just get down on a knee and pray and said, hey, can you, can you take out Goliath for me? He went with David and took down Goliath together. They went through it together. He was fearless together. Because when you've got a Lord Jesus Christ that dwells inside of you and you do it together, there's nothing that can stop you. There's dozens of stories like that that are in the Bible. You're trying to get a point across. And what's that point? You can trust God. He'll do it with you. He'll do life with you. If you have a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he'll do it with you. Think about Peter, one of the 12 disciples. He was fearless. You know the story. He walked on water, right? He saw Jesus and walked on water. He was fearless to walk on water, to put his foot over the side of the boat and to walk out to Jesus. He was fearless. But as soon as he started looking away from Jesus... He started to go into the water because fear struck in. He saw the winds, he saw the storm, and he started to sink. Think about that for a second. When he was with Jesus, when he was focused on Jesus, when they were together, he was fine. As soon as fear crept in a little bit. Think about Peter in this instance also. Think about taking Jesus to be crucified. And there's Peter with the mob around him. Fear came across Peter. Now think about Peter for a second. Peter had been with Jesus, walked with Jesus. He's one of the 12 disciples. This guy performed miracles, okay? Peter performed miracles. But then there was this period of time where he wasn't with Jesus because Jesus had been taken away and the mob circled around him, right? And they asked him and fear got inside of Peter and he denied Jesus. Fear can do incredible things. It can take a, a water walker and a miracle worker and cause him to stumble and cause him problems. But... God. But Jesus is with us. He will not leave us or forsake us. You think about each one of these stories. Hey, look, Peter, you got a little bit of fear and he stumbled. But God didn't give up on him. Peter went on to do some amazing things and and was such an incredible disciple of Christ. Look at what those 12 disciples of Christ did and how they've spread the good news across the entire world to today. 2,000 years later. Remember 2 Corinthians 5, 7, where Paul reminds us to walk by faith, not by sight. Another powerful verse. We don't have to walk by what we see. We get to walk by faith. By sight, we fear the lions. By sight, we fear the fiery furnace. By sight, we fear Goliath. By sight, we start to slip. We won't walk on the water. But by faith, But by faith, we're set free. By faith, not by sight, by faith. Don't worry about the the looters and the rioters and all these kind of things that you're seeing and everything that's on the news and all this negativity that's out there and everything. What I'm telling you is this, by sight, we fail. But by faith, by faith, my friends, that's where we prosper. And we can do it together. We can do it with God. This is a place that we can be fearless together. And this is how we get past all of these problems. And when you accept the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, you no longer have to do it alone. If you haven't made that decision, 
If you haven't made that decision to accept the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, I want to offer you that opportunity today. I want to offer you that, offer you that opportunity today because he makes a promise to you that he won't leave you and he won't forsake you. And in just a second, if you've never made that decision to follow Christ, I want to invite you to say a prayer with me where I can walk you through a simple prayer. It says he's knocking at the door. All you've got to do is open the door and accept him into your life. You know, there's, I love it when there's red letters in the Bible, right? In this book, I love it when there's red letters because that means Jesus spoke and we should probably listen. One of the shortest verses in the Bible is Matthew 8, 26. And he says, why are you fearful, O you of little faith? What he's saying is this, when we have great faith, we don't need to be fearful. But when our faith starts to slip a little bit, fear can slip in. Why are you fearful, you of little faith? We're stronger together. We are stronger together. Let's be fearless together. Let's be fearless together. Join God's family. Make it a, make it a mission in your life to be able to say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna stand up. I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I wanna be able to accept him into my heart. So I would ask you right now, if you've never asked Christ into your heart and you want to do that today, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. It'll change your life. It'll change the way that you live your life. If fear is creeping in a little bit and you want a way to escape that fear, ask Christ into Right now, if you would, bow your head with me and say this prayer with me. Father God, Jesus, I invite you into my life. I invite you into my life to take control. Lord Jesus, I've sinned. I'm a sinner. I'm afraid without you. But I ask you to come into my life today to live in my life, to dwell in my life, and to help me through every single step of the way. I commit to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hopefully this message was encouraging to you, and if it was, tell a friend. And thank you for your generosity. Your generosity enables us to take the message of God's unchanging love all around the world. For more information on how to give and about the ministry, visit us at therevolutionchurch.com. We'll see you right back here next week.